Today on the Diz List, we count down the top five overrated rides in Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and today we count down the top five overrated rides in Walt Disney World. But before we get to the list, if you haven't checked us out on social media, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at DizListPod. If you're enjoying the show, follow us and leave a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find out more about how to support us by visiting our podcast homepage, anchor.fm slash the hyphen diz hyphen list. That's anchor.fm slash the diz list. So thanks again for everybody who goes online and interacts and posts their lists and has conversations with us. We really enjoy it, and we really try to respond when someone sends us a message. I know you're on there a lot too, Nick. Um, yeah. Do you get a lot of people that are sending in messages? Yeah, I mean, I posted earlier this week um, that we were prepping for this episode, and people interacted quite a bit with that. Um, they gave some pretty hot takes about what they thought was most overrated. And, you know, in general, a lot of times we'll get some really good, uh, just friendly posts and friendly banter back and forth. So I really appreciate it. It's great to see all the interaction and engagement. And I, I appreciate, too, a lot of the people that, that listen, like my friend Mikey, for example, just went to Walt Disney World and posted and said uh, thank you to us and and reposted about our podcast and we really appreciate when people do that so thank you for helping to support us everybody so that's pretty cool all right um i actually want to start i'm going to go out of order from my um my list that i that (laughs) my pre-list list uh and i had dinner the other night with my friend brian and he brought up something that i never really thought of When we're doing our podcast, a lot of times we'll use these terms that just seem second nature to us. For example, the term IP. So during our talks, I'll say, well, IP this or this ride has IP, this ride doesn't. But I don't think we ever really took the time to explain what that was. Right. So IP, what it stands for is intellectual property. Now, I got a kind of decent... A definition for it. And then uh, Nick can kind of expand on that a little bit more. So what I found uh, online was the, the best way to describe it was the use of licensed, owned, or acquired brands, movies, characters, stories, and settings in the Disney parks. So what's a good example here of IP versus not IP? Um, a good example would be Galaxy's Edge as a whole, right? Yes. So they're putting Star Wars... In the parks. I think another good example, and it's kind of an interesting example, is Marvel. Right. So, for instance, even though Disney owns the brand Marvel, um, they have an agreement with Sony Pictures. Um, I believe it's Sony Pictures, right? And that's why it's at Universal. Sony owns uh, Spider-Man, so right. it's, it's, it's complicated. So, Universal... When this is a long story, we may need another. Uh, I, I actually know the details of this, yeah. But the, I'll the short version is this like I said, we'll do it on another podcast. Yeah. The short version is east of the Mississippi River, Universal has the rights to the Marvel characters in the theme parks. Now, when they did that contract and they specified which characters, they did not include Guardians of the Galaxy, correct. So when Guardians of the Galaxy became this huge hit, it wasn't part of that contract. So Disney used that as kind of a loophole. That's why that's the only real ride or attraction that includes mm-hmm. any any IP that's Marvel. So non-IP, this is interesting too, non-IP, which is like Pirates of the Caribbean, becomes IP when they make it into a movie. Right. So really anything that becomes like a series or merchandise or what let's, let's use another example here. Um, Toy Story. Okay. Toy Story was a movie first. Then they started doing all the different Toy Story rides. I can't go, I can't go make a doll, call it Woody and sell it. Right. Um, You know, or another one would be like Figment is a park based IP. Great. Good example. Um, So intellectual property, just think of it as, you know, something that you own because you thought of it artistically, um, 
you know, if it's a song, that that's intellectual property that's as true. well as artwork is intellectual property. And, you know, as it's defined here, also any kind of like settings. So that's why I brought up Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, that's actually a really good example and um, kind of a complicated example, too. So uh, just thought we would start today's show with that. And uh, we appreciate it if we're ever using terms or something that we haven't described. We um, are more than happy to let people know. So uh, thanks, Brian, for bringing that up. And uh, in a minute, we'll be right back with our top five overrated rides. Welcome back. Today we're going to count down our top five overrated rides or attractions at Walt Disney World. But before we get there, we'd like to define what the word overrated means to us. Uh, from the dictionary, what I found, uh, the, <laughs> the dictionary website, I didn't actually open a dictionary. <laughs> Do people uh, my, have those still? My parents will be disappointed. They're both librarians. Uh, the, uh, the definition says rated or valued too highly. And I found that interesting because if you're defining a word that has the root of the word is the word rated, right? Mm -hmm. And then you use the word rated in the definition. Right. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I, I found a better one too. This one I think is going to work a little better. If something or someone is overrated, that person or thing is considered to be better or more important than they really are. Right. So, for instance, um, I'm a big baseball fan, and I think... And if you're baseball fans, you're going to about to, your head will implode here. <laughs> um, Nolan Ryan is one of the most overrated pitchers of all time. But yet people think he's this great thing. But um, he's in one of the most <laughs> underrated fighters of all time, right? <laughs> yeah, you're talking about the Robin Ventura uppercut. Yeah. So, um, listeners, just to be fair, I my knowledge of baseball is so slim. He's luckily picked something that overlaps with my, my baseball yeah. knowledge. I am not a, a baseball guy. Yeah, no, just but Nick is. Yeah, just to me, overrated doesn't mean it's not good. Um, you, I mean, there could be a ride. I'm not sure about your list. But there, there could be a ride on our list that made one of our top lists. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, overrated, like like you said, just means that something that that – people value more than they probably should which i mean you can make an argument for disney in general some people will say well disney in general is overrated i disagree but some people would say that yeah i hear that a lot too i mean obviously if you're listening to this podcast you probably don't agree with that either but yeah a lot of people think disney disney world the parks it's all overrated <laughs> it's too hot i don't know i if you, I don't if you love something you love something it is what it is yep yeah okay so are you going to start off this week or am sure, I? Sure, I'll start off this week. I'll, I'll start off with a bang. I'm going to start off making people a little bit uncomfortable right away. Um, and this is one that um, at the beginning of my thought process for this episode wasn't really on my radar. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized this is overrated. And it is Dumbo. Yeah. So hear, hear me out. A lot of people think of Dumbo as the quintessential Disney ride, right? Um, it's on the postcards. It used to be on all the TV commercials. Yeah, yeah. and then they doubled the ride. It's a spinner ride, which they have duplicated multiple times in that park, right? So you've got you got Aladdin, and you have two versions. You have two different rides of Dumbo. Um, you've got Triceratops Spin, which is Dumbo. You have Astro Orbiter, which is Dumbo on a on a pedestal. Um, am I missing one of the spinner rides? There's Those were the ones I could think yeah, of. Yeah, there's not one in Epcot, thank God. Oh. Um, so it's, it's nothing special, in my opinion. And yet, there's a freaking weight. So much so, they had to build a playground for your kids to play out of the heat. Which is a brilliant idea, I will add. To it's have. oh, it's a it's a great idea to to like keep people from getting angry about the fact that they waited in the Florida heat for a spinner ride. But but I'm sorry, Dumbo is just it, they're all the same. If you want to ride Dumbo, ride Magic Ca Magic uh, Carpets because it's the same ride, just themed differently. Yeah. Um, and I understand. Like this does not mean that I don't ride Dumbo. I ride Dumbo every year. Yeah, we did. Um, but. That doesn't mean it's not overrated. It's overrated. It is. And I think 
for kids, and I'm, I'm not arguing your point. I, I completely agree that this is an overrated ride. I'm trying to justify why they have these and why people keep coming back. My thing is probably the interactivity where a kid can get on that ride and jam on the handle and go up and go down because there isn't a lot of that in a lot of the other rides. I wonder if that is sort of the magic for kids. Oh, yeah, I think it's that. And I do think that that that's important. But if we're going with the idea of overrated as something that's valued too high, not a single other spinner ride is valued as highly as Dumbo. Or doubled or featured in the majority of the advertising. And it's certainly not warranting a playground, an indoor playground, um, and a queue that you, I mean, basically you get one of those fast food buzzers, right? Return, like when this thing buzzes, you can stop playing with your kids. It's what, I mean, that's what that thing is. I don't, I don't know. I, I like the ride. I want to, I want to be very clear. I like the ride. I'll do it every time. My kids like the ride. I like the views from the ride. But it's overrated. It is. Agree. So. Good number five. Uh, my number five has been one of the rides that we, I feel like we talk about the most on our podcast since this is our 10th episode here. This ride comes up maybe more than any other. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, my number five, I think more recently has become incredibly overrated because of the movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And that is the Jungle Cruise. So I will also say I don't dislike this ride. I okay? do. I do. I, I don't. I don't dislike this ride. And I've said forever my dream job would be to be a skipper on that ride. That I would love to do that. But the the weight for this ride went from, I don't know, probably, I don't know the averages off the top of my head. Maybe 50 minutes would be an average to almost double that mm-hmm. when the ride or when the movie came out, rather. So seeing that and looking at that, I go, wow, that is what an overrated ride. I mean, it's cool, it's funny, but it's also a gamble. It's a crapshoot. I've had some good skippers, some funny skippers. I've had some skippers that sound like this. And, like, you can't really tell what they're saying, and it kind of yeah. loses the the humor aspect. It, Anyway, um, I don't know if that made your list or not. But... It did not, and I and I'll tell you why, because I don't rate it very highly, and so because I don't, I don't think of it as overrated, and I know a lot of people like it, and I want, and I had it on my list initially, I nixed it because I was like, I shouldn't put this on because of my dislike for it. Sure, I will say that you're you're completely correct in the hit or miss on this thing. So last time we went, our skipper was great. I've had better. But she, but she was good. Yeah. I'm I mean, not saying bad. Wait, he? No, we had a he. I thought, I can't remember. I can't remember. I just remember, I just remember decent. I, I remember them, like, involving my daughter, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was, she was the captain. That was great. Um, I loved that. But you could you could hear everything said, right? Yeah, but oftentimes you can't. And the one thing I would say is that when when you ride that ride, you you know certain jokes. And I thought that there were a lot of fresh ones this time that I hadn't heard before. And I was, it was right after we had recorded the worst rides episode, and I was like, man, this is actually decent. Like these jokes I haven't heard before. And we were talking about how all the jokes are the same. I still don't like the ride, which is why I didn't put it on my list because I don't rate it highly, and I didn't think it was fair for me to because I don't like the ride, put it on the on the overrated list. Now, I do have rides on my list I don't like, but I still think they're overrated. I agree with you, this is overrated, but it doesn't make my list. Yeah, I don't I don't hate the ride. Yeah. And I, I would love to uh, have that job. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, my, because my standard of what a skipper should be is so high that, well, maybe I don't want that job. I'd wear myself out and yeah. go uh-huh. home and... Uh, collapse and take a nap every day all right let's move on number four so my number four is going to irritate some people um in this room probably oh geez um and i'm okay with that don't say haunted mansion i am not going to say haunted mansion okay at least not yet oh (laughs) no i didn't say um so millennium falcon 
Um, <laughs> what are you laughing at? You're, not, you're not making me mad. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Um, Millennium Falcon is the second best of the two rides where you're on a spaceship. Because I actually think Star Tours is better. Yeah. Millennium Falcon makes me so angry because I can't enjoy being in the cockpit because I am so worried about, am I going to crash? What am I going to do? Like, did I pull the trigger enough? It's, I, I like the ride. I think it's cool. The queue is better. If you, if I could have a walkthrough experience, just let me hang out in the Millennium Falcon for a half hour. And watch Hondo, which yeah. I know you like yeah. Hondo. Yeah, exactly. He's the animatronic before you get out yeah, of the ride. Like, let me do that. You know what? Let's make that another eating establishment. You know? Good idea. And just nix the second half of the of the ride. Like, I don't need to go and strap in and be a pilot or be a gunner. I just don't. And I, I love Star Wars. We've had this conversation. But the queue is better than the ride. I would rather be on Star Tours than on... Uh, Morning Falcon. This is off topic, but I just thought of another great idea for a restaurant when you said to make that experience into a dining experience. Imagine waiting in that queue, getting into the Millennium Falcon, getting, you know, kind of sitting there where the chessboard is, going into the cockpit, sitting down, and then you get to choose and you do the Millennium Falcon drive through. So you go up to a, a, a galactic drive-through, a galactic drive-through, sure. yeah. Why you know, not? and they have all kinds of funny places. You be like can 50s, pick your food. Be like fifties prime time, not fifties prime time. Um, sci-fi, yeah, sci-fi. Where you're in the car, except for you're and in a You pick what planet you're on. You know, you're on Hoth, or yeah. and then that, Hollywood Studios. I'm always choosing Hoth. It's so hot in there, and that's projected around you. And then someone comes and drops off your food, and you get to sit in there and eat. I mean. That'd go. be pretty cool. There you go, Disney. Yeah. The only the only other thing I will say about it is this that the lines are unwarranted and and that's not necessarily because of the ride. So this is why I, I, I struggled when I put this on here. Um the lines are long, I think, because rise is down so much. Yes. And so that's the only other thing to do, right? Yep. Um so I kind of think that that's part of it. Yeah, number four, that's that's fine. What do you think about that? Well, uh, this may come up a little bit later. Okay. And if it does, I may have a few more things to share okay. about, right. about this particular ride. Okay. I, I have a feeling we overlap on some of these, so um, no, we're just fine. Number four, uh, I have done a total of one time. It there, <laughs> We did this once. It was so incredibly underwhelming that when it opened, people kind of flocked to it and then i was like what is all this hype all about and that ride is mission space in epcot hmm. so if you're not familiar with what this ride is it's sort of situated once you come into epcot on the left hand side it's now between test track and guardians of the galaxy now there's two different versions of this ride the original version of the ride is you get into this machine that just spins you around. The to, vomit comet? Yeah, to, to, to simulate yeah. the G-force. That, But then they made an alternate version, which, to be fair, we did with the two young kids. So so I was just going to ask, you didn't do the good, like, the not the good one, whatever you want to call it, the, the crazy one. Look, I, I don't care if people are going to call me out and call me a wimp on it. I don't want to ruin my day at the park. I don't. I if, have never done it for that reason. Neither of them. Because I, I just can't. I don't. And I, I since I up. have the issue yeah. with going on the teacups and whatever else. Yeah, I can't. I am not spending that amount of money to take a chance to potentially be dizzy the rest of the day, headache, migraine, uh, vomit, any, any of the above. Th- that ride is, I don't know. I, it's, it's never on my list to do. Ever. And it's, and people love it. Like, to be fair, you know, our, our buddy at Ear Scouts did it the other day, loved it, had a great time, and that's great. But for me, I don't know. I just, it's, to me, it's overrated. So I would struggle with the spinning. My wife would certainly struggle with the claustrophobia. Yeah, because you are. You're packed in. Yeah, like... and I just can't, I can't do it. Like, I can't recover from those things. Like, the, it would ruin my day. And so I, that's why I've never done it. That's also why it's not on my list. Um, because I can't in good faith put something on the list I've never experienced. Who knows? Maybe I would love it. I highly doubt I would. I I, hate it, but I don't hear a lot of people hating it. So in my mind, okay, that's overrated. 
because people still go and do it. I don't know. That's my personal take there. Number four, Mission Space. Yeah. Yeah, not not a huge fan of that one. Um, Number three, Nick, what do you got? So number three is one I think a lot of people will agree with me, and I am willing to bet that it's on your list somewhere. Um, This is a great cue, mediocre ride, but anytime you wait an hour and a half for a ride that's two minutes and 20 seconds long is an issue, and it's Peter Pan's flight. Um, I, for the life of me, can't figure out why Small World is the one that is like 15 minutes at times, and Peter Pan is an hour and a half. People rope drop it. And we rope dropped it, well, basically, right? We did. But you had to, because you want to ride it. Like, I love the ride. I do like the ride. Well, I think you and I have a similar way of visiting the parks where we have like this mental checklist right okay we did this we did this we did that so for me i want to get that scratched off my list but i also don't want to wait 70 minutes 75 minutes i think is the average maybe 80 so we do that one right away it's in it's insane that that ride warrants that much of a following and you know we defined what ip was at the beginning um I just, that IP in particular, it doesn't get a lot of play anywhere else. Why is it Peter Pan's flight has this line, this weight? It's, like I said, it's a good ride, and I will always do it, but I'm always going to do it in the first 30 minutes of my day, because if you don't, you're in trouble. Right now, as I just pulled it up, right now, it's a 55-minute standby wait, okay? It doesn't seem like a lot. But 55 minutes for that ride, and that's one of the, that's on the low side for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it must be a slow day today. Um, that weight for that ride is not commensurate. You're not getting out what you put in. But No, and I have some more to say about that one, too. That one might be uh, showing <laughs> up on my list later, yeah. too. Yeah, I'm not shocked. But, but I, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah. No, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is, once again, maybe a hot take. People may be yelling at their car speakers or yelling while they are maybe mowing the lawn. I wonder if people listen while they're mowing the lawn. I listen. I listen to my podcast, Mowing the Lawn. Okay. Because I have, a, like, a you know, my ear protection has headphones. I don't listen to us while I'm mowing the lawn, but I do listen to podcasts while I'm mowing the lawn. I, I just started. Usually I'm listening to um, something upbeat, whether it's... You know Van Halen or yeah. Kill Switch Engage or something, but yeah. I started listening to podcasts recently too. People d- listening to this are gonna be like, "Oh, I wonder if that's like a very upbeat Disneyish kind of sound." <laughs> they go well, the, the bands I said. <laughs> yeah, the bands you just said. Oh uh, well, Van Halen people know. Don't <laughs> folks don't listen to Kill Switch Engage. Well, well, no, I think they should. People will be driving around a thousand miles an hour on their mower, crashing <laughs> into trees. Oh. What is this music? <laughs> Actually, that sounded more like a lawnmower than anything yeah, else. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, let me get to what my number three was. Uh, my number three may make some people mad. Uh, my number three is actually a ride that the line is out of control long, and the ride breaks down so often. One of the times we rode it, not this most recent time, but the time before, during this ride, it stopped four or five times and this ride is test track really so, yeah so we were riding that test track we started and we went around the corner and then the the car just stopped and i looked at my family I'm, what's going on and we're like i don't know so then we start going and it's moving pretty quickly stops again just stops goes a little bit more i think it stopped like four or five times so then my, my joke was, it was like, thank, thank God we didn't stop when, when you go to the, uh, you know, the 50 miles an hour yeah. all the way around when it's higher. Huh. I think it's 64, but uh, you go all the way around and I, I don't know, like it's, I like the ride. I do it every single time, but boy, it's, I, I'll say this. I think part of test track for me and the reason it's overrated is I secretly wish it was the car's ride. Okay, I can get behind that. I'm not putting it on my list for a number of reasons. One, I don't think it's overrated. The reason I think that you're experiencing long waits is because Epcot has a lack of rides. That's also true. Um, I think that the wait time would be lower or will be lower if they ever 
change Guardians to a true Q. Yeah, that would help. Um, but I I can't say that I think it's overrated. I I sometimes I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Honestly, on this one, I just disagree. I and I disagree with you. I think knowing that out in California they have a clone of the ride, and that's it's themed to cars, and they have two tracks next to each other. So there's two cars that are racing back and forth. I I'm not a huge cars fan. I I, I love Mater. I think he's amazing. I just think how cool it would be and how many more people they could get through the ride if they doubled it and made mm-hmm. it cars. I don't think it would necessarily fit in Epcot, but then again, Epcot is now starting to bring in more outside IP. I don't know. I will I will tell you this, which I think is absolutely hilarious to me every time I get off that ride. Like walking off a ride into a car showroom where oh my up gosh. until the, T- tell up, that story up oh, until this, this is funny up until this last time this had not happened to me like I always <laughs> look at it I'm a Chevy guy I yeah, have a so am I. I, I have a I have a Chevy truck um it's a beautiful truck I'm not looking to get rid of it but they have a they have the updated model of my exact trucks sitting on the showroom in there yeah and we so, and we were looking at the trucks I was like oh here's yeah, my truck yeah here's your I was truck. like oh look this is the 2022 version of my truck and I got the hard sell. Yeah. <laughs> like, this woman came up to me and was like, well, where do you live? What do you drive now? Would you like to give me your email? How can we contact you? I'm like, I'm at Disney. <laughs> what? Like, I'm not buying this $60,000 truck. I have one at home. Like, I don't need two. And how am I getting, like, I'm not buying this off the floor. What are we doing? Like, it was a straight up hard sell on the showroom floor after test track. That part I could do without. Just let me look at the darn vehicles. You know what would be cooler, Chevy? Um, bring in some of your like experimental, video, uh, um, like your prototype vehicles, right? Yeah, sure. Bring those in. Park them there. I or or classics, right? Bring in oh, a classic yes. Corvette or that's an old cool. an old truck. Yeah, that's a not idea. Giving me the hard sell of a new Silverado High Country or. Like, do um like almost like a history lesson so here yeah. here's the original model here it is 30 years later here it is 30 years later and then right. at the end put your current silverado your current whatever the the tracks or or um, now, i don't even think they didn't even have like and i get that they're not technically in production but they have them they exist because there's pictures of them they didn't have a ev there right they didn't have this the the silverado electric there no they ha- they only had two trucks. They had the the Colorado, the Colorado and, and the, the Silverado. Right, and they, they had the both both of those in the high country. And I was like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what they changed. Literally, like I said something about, oh yeah, I have the same truck at home. And she's like, well, yours doesn't have a twelve inch, uh, the twelve inch media display. Like, <laughs> you're working too hard, lady. I am on an expensive <laughs> vacation, and you're trying to sell me a sixty thousand dollar truck. Actually, it's a seventy thousand dollar truck. I was like. What are we doing? I walked out of there. I was like, did that just happen? <laughs> like, I, I'm, I don't like car dealerships for that reason. Yeah. And you're going to do that after test track. That was so weird. It was I've weird. never had that happen there. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just her. Maybe she's new on the job. I don't know. Maybe Chevy's really trying to push hard, but Disney's not the place to push that. I don't get it. That was weird. But well, it happened. That's my number three test track. Yeah. And I secretly wish. It was uh, cars themed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what's your number two? My number two is something that is a classic that everybody loves, but they can love it and still have it be overrated, and that is Space Mountain. Yeah, I thought about that too. I, I did. I did. So the waits for Space Mountain can be insanely long. Um, it breaks. It breaks down quite frequently now, and it is not smooth like not in the least like this last time <laughs> i got off and, and we rode it a couple times but like i got off and i was like what in the heck my back hurts and i don't usually get like that from roller coasters that one this last time i was like it's showing its age it is um we need the redo of like the one they did is it in um hong kong or tokyo disney i think they, re- they just redid one yeah. overseas um they need to redo this. The I don't know. I just it's overrated. I don't need to ride it. I do ride it because my son loves this. It's one of his favorites. 
I will always ride it because he loves it. I don't dislike it. I don't love it. Um, it's a good ride, not a great ride. It doesn't, honestly, I mean, for nothing in Tomorrowland really is tomorrow. Um, but it doesn't evoke that right. for me. Um, I think it's cool because, like, my daughter's name is one of the one of the galaxies as we're walking in. Oh, we look for that every yeah. time, yeah. Um, but it's just not, not for me, um, a ride that I'm willing to wait as long as it usually takes to get there. It's definitely a Genie Plus ride. Um, it's definitely a a ride that um, you know I'm willing to you know sacrifice a Genie Plus pick for it. Um, but, you know, they were going to bring back that initially when they were going to bring back the individual lightning lane to pay for it. I would never pay for Space Mountain. I mean, I think they recognize that, and that's why they don't have Space Mountain, didn't have Space Mountain and those others come back. But it's it's good, not great, and I'm not waiting that long. It's just not worth I it. I think I would have agreed with you before this most recent trip, but I think we had so much fun on that ride. We did have a lot of fun. We did that I, I mean... But we also didn't have to wait in line once. I would I would agree with some aspects of what you're saying and others no. I think the actual experience on the ride was awesome. And I was cracking up, laughing. We were yelling out stuff while yeah. we were going. That was great. The actual um the the queue and everything else. The the everything else about the ride, the the ride vehicles, how smooth it is, the exit queue with the the sponge painting on the wall. <laughs> That stuff is overrated. It's not, people think it's great. It's really not that great. The The actual ride, I like. So it's that's a difficult one for me. I thought about it, but I, there's certain things I like and, and, and don't like about it. So. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not sold that it should be as rated highly as it is. So that was your number two? That was my number two. Uh, my number two, we mentioned a little bit earlier. And my number two, I, I put this one a little bit higher in the overrated category, and that's Smuggler's Run. So Smuggler's Run, eh, it's I've done it at this point, I think, two times, maybe three times. Yeah, I think we've done it three times at this point. And it's, I don't know, I think it's overrated because it's seen as this amazing ride. You get to see the Millennium Falcon. You get to actually go inside of it but it's just like a glorified video game. And there's so much stress. When we did it last time, when Nick and I rode the ride together, he was, you were what? You were left to right. I was left I was, right. I was up and down. Correct. When we finished the ride, I was like, that was great. I did better than I've ever done before. <laughs> yeah, we were and so we horrible. Look, and we look at our score and it was like horrible. And when you leave the ride and you get a bad score, there's like, you know, steam coming out of the walls and it looks like the it's been destroyed. Yep. So like I, the wind was knocked out of my sails because I was like, man, I nailed it this time. And I didn't. So I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it. I, it is, I'm not a big video game guy anyway. So I don't know, whatever. I think it might be more fun if it's not even a, a ride you can fly. You just, maybe you pick a place and, and I don't know, whatever. You know, I, yeah, I, I think you know, the the scoring thing, I, I like them when they're enjoyable to try to score. Like, I don't even know what the point is. Like, I'm not sure that you could possibly get out of there doing... I don't know how people do well, put it that way. Right, and we're not terrible at video games. You're better than I am, but like... Well, and then you I throw didn't in, do a terrible job, I, no. but it turned out I did. I well, thought you, I did well. You throw in like... So, so a kid goes on that ride, right? Yeah. And... I'm thinking, so from our perspective, all six of the people in that cockpit were with us. So we suck, we suck, who cares, right? Yeah. I'm picturing these, and let's face it, they exist, these crazy Disney adults who go into that ride wanting to get the best score ever, and there's four of them, and then there's two kids, or there's a, a, you know, a mother and daughter mother son father daughter father son who've never ridden it before they don't know what they're getting into they have no idea and they're the gunners or they're the they get put as the pilots oh boy and then these like because you know that they're gonna be oh, oh my god i got stuck on that ride with those people like come on you gotta get press the button i watched a video yeah it was a it was a reel somebody had posted from inside 
first of all, I don't know how you could at that level of stress be like <laughs> recording, recording a reel, <laughs> but they were like, there was yelling in the cockpit, pull up, pull up, pull up. They said the right pilot. They said the right pilot. And it's like, they're, and you're yelling kid. at someone you've never met. You, yeah. you get out of the and ride the, and, and the then person, there's another fist fight. The person who is the pilot in this particular video I was watching, this reel I was watching, was like an eight or nine year old kid. It's like, what are we doing? I so it's not just that I like I like the idea of the ride. I don't think it's executed well. I don't like the participation thing being score based. I think the interaction could be more fun rather than like intense. Yeah. And that would be an easy thing to change though. They could do that. They could change it from the scoring and you just, you fly around. They say congratulations and that's the end. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a bad ride. I just, I can see where I don't think it would be fun. So there's, I'm a family of four. I don't think it would be fun for my family of four to ride that ride um, to every single time because there, you don't know who you're getting put with. Yep. So that's just my thought. So your top overrated ride, number one, what do you have? So this is going to kill my son. Oh, boy. Um, and I think it'll upset some people, but I think a lot of people will agree. My number one most overrated ride is a ride that I will ride multiple times every single trip. I love this ride. But it's irrational for the execution, and that's Soren. Yeah, I thought about that too. So Disney has a lot of money, and they can't fix the darn bent perspective, right? Unless you sit center seat of the and first row of the of the of the whatever amphitheater, whatever you want to call it, the theater. You have a view that is skewed massively, and it's not bad until you get to the Eiffel Tower. Like that, I, see, really I thought is that. Telling. So I thought that, and I rode Soren. Um, what night was that? Oh, uh, so my son and I rode it on the way out of the park on extended evening hours, and we were on the far end. I mean, we got stuck on the far end, far right side, as you're looking at the screen. And I will tell you that the mountains were bent, the whale was skewed, the the Taj Mahal, the Taj Mahal was even the the effect of the um, the hidden Mickey fireworks, even those were off, and. Now my son was like, "Oh, that's I, I love it. I love it." He doesn't care, but if they can pull it off that it works with flight of passage, like I've never noticed anything weird about flight of passage, and that room is way bigger. They have to find a way to fix that. There's got to be a way. It is for me. I love it, but I hate that I love it. Do you know what I mean? Like because it's not well executed. So for me, it's super overrated, but. I will go on it two times every trip. So I I think one way, and this doesn't solve your problem of of bending the screen, but I've thought of this before. In uh, Disney California Adventure, they have Soarin' over California. Mm -hmm. So it's all different places in California, right? Yep. What if at Soarin' they had a similar situation to Guardians of the Galaxy where you have random one of five, one of six songs what if every time you go on Soren, it's a different, you know, one of six different flights? Wow. I mean, you think of all the landmarks in that video. There's some really great ones. But our Earth has some really incredible stuff. Niagara Falls isn't on there. Uh, I don't think the Statue of Liberty is on there. Uh, I there's, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head that's another thing that, that isn't there. That's another huge landmark. But... I think they could easily make three of them and rotate them through or even put the California one in there. Yeah, I mean, if you do the world, there's a lot. I and mean, just in the United States, you you know, the St. Louis Arch comes to mind. Um, yeah, maybe one's world, the Grand, one's the Grand, U.S., Grand and Canyon, one's California. Yeah, Grand Canyon. Um, 
I, it's just, it, so right now it's like a 40 minute wait as we sit here right now, 40 minutes isn't that long. It's probably inflated a little bit. It's probably closer to a 30 minute wait, but for a 30 minute wait or a 40 minute wait, I want to not look at this, look at the uh, Eiffel tower and be like, wait, what's wrong with that? (laughs) What is up? And you know, they do a good job with immersing you, right? So they've got the sense that get pumped in, but it, it can be a long queue, especially if you get in there at the wrong time. So like lunchtime when everybody, so right now as we're recording this, people aren't done eating yet. Um, but I will bet that at 1230 or 1 PM when people have finished eating at, at, at sunshine the, at, seasons, yeah, at sunshine seasons empties right, right into, into the storm. Yeah. I mean, heck, we even saw Living with the Land at a 30-minute wait last time we were there. And I was like, I'm not waiting 30 minutes for Living with the Land. I love that ride. Yeah. I'm not waiting 30 minutes for it. No, thanks. Um, that should be a walk-on every time. Um, but, yeah, Soren for me, is my number one most overrated ride. So my number one most overrated ride, we, we talked about a little bit earlier. And as a nostalgia guy, this may come as a surprise to some people. My number one most overrated ride is Peter Pan's Flight. Do I like Peter Pan's Flight as a ride? Sure. I like it. It's, you know, it's fine. Do I like it as an 80-minute wait? No. And I, I, I'm i always looking at that ride and thinking, okay, is this little kids who have watched Peter Pan and want to see Tinkerbell and everyone else? Or is this adults who wrote it when they were little and loved it and want to ride it again for that nostalgia. Okay. As somebody who's ridden it since probably the seventies or the eighties, whenever I first started going, it's, it's cool to go through, but there's other things I think that were more special to me from that time period. So it's when you go into the ride it still has some elements that are dated. I, they redid, I think, the, um, I know they redid the queue, but I think the beginning of the ride uh, where you're going over London, I think that looks like it was updated. The last time we went through, I go, this looks better for some reason. But then everything else just looks like it's hand-painted with the black light paint. Yeah, I mean, uh, I do think it's a good ride. I do think it is a good use of forced perspective. I think as a, as an art person, I'm sure you recognize that. And, and I certainly think it's kind of cool. Cause my, I mean, my son, the first time we got off, he's like, I don't want to do that again. I was too high. I was like, you weren't, you were more, no more than four feet off the ground at all times. Like it's, you're fine, but it looks like you're so high. It does. Um, but I cannot justify waiting in that line. We, Two trips ago, when we took my mother, we had to do that ride, right? And there were, there's no such thing that year uh, as Fast Pass. There was no such thing as any sort of, um, you know, Genie Plus at that point. And so we had to wait in the line, and we had to pick, what do you want to rope drop? Well, we rope dropped um, Seven Dwarves, because that's the only real way to do it if you don't have any, if you're not doing it multiple days, I guess. And that day we did, we rope dropped... Um, Seven Dwarves, and we were doing all of Fantasyland that day. Then we went right over to Peter Pan and waited in that line for over an hour. And, yeah, my mom loved it, and the kids love it. But I'm sitting there thinking to myself, when are, like, there's so many switchbacks in that queue, and it's like, when are we even going to get to the spot where I can, like, my kids can play with the bells, or we can look for, we can go ahead and look for uh, if Tinkerbell's going to be in one of the drawers. And it just takes so long to get through that queue. And yeah, part of the queue is, is interactive. I like the ride. I like the IP, but it's just not a great use. What do you, what did you just pull up? So I just pulled up on this web website, what the current time is for Peter Pan, Pan's flight, 65 minutes. Currently. The average for the day is 47 minutes. Yep. The historical average wait time is 51. Yeah. 51 minutes. And then it has recorded maximum is 300 minutes can you imagine waiting 300 minutes for peter that's five hours folks everything else must have been shut down it must have been one of those days where all of the roller coasters shut uh, down. i'm guessing lightning. it would i'm guessing it was on october 1st 
Yeah. Yeah. It was on October 1st. Whether it was last October 1st or the October, it was, it had to be one of the celebration days. Yeah. 300 minutes is absolutely bonkers. That's crazy. But, you know, 65 is bordering on insane as well. It's overrated. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. I do want to, so that was your number one. Um, yeah. I do want to point out, I so I posted on social media um, to tell us what their, what your most overrated was. Um, and neither of us talked about the one that got the most votes for overrated. Really? I got, I got so many votes for this as overrated. And it's on that, neither of our lists? It's on neither of our lists. And I, I got so many votes for it um, that I honestly normally would like to call individuals out. I can't because there were that many people um, who said Seven Dwarves Mine Train was the most overrated ride at Disney World. Yeah, the line is long, but man, there's some yeah. gold in that. Yeah, ride. they said long, uh, short ride, long wait, and I and I can't agree, I can't disagree with it's that. It's not wrong, but like, it's got some of the best animatronics. It's got some of the best theming in a queue. Yeah, it's. It's the best roller coaster, I think, um, IP-based roller coaster. That's yeah. not, what I mean by that is, if I had to cho- choose this or Slinky. Slinky Dog, I'm choosing this. Yeah. Yeah, I would, too. Um, um, Slinky's fun, but I, I would give this the edge over Slinky. Yeah, and, and it's probably, I mean, I I just don't, I don't agree. Those those people, that's good on them. They That's what they think. My issue with it is the weight is so insane sometimes i'm besides time okay Mm -hmm. besides a a wait time with a number posted yeah how far have you seen because you've been there quite a bit so have i how far have you seen the queue go all the way around um so the furthest i've seen it was on a rope drop where they haven't let people in yet so i don't i mean that's kind of but all the way back to storybook circus all the way back, like wrapping around. I've seen it all the way to Little Mermaid. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we've seen it all the way to Little Mermaid. So it went past Storybook Circuit. Like, oh yeah, back, back down. Yeah, there. so it wraps that edge oh my all gosh. the way around, kind of by Air- Ariel's Grotto was the end of the line. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I th- if that was what it was on average, it was de- it would make my list as overrated. But I don't put it as overrated. But there's another one that's even even crazier. And I asked. Oh, I think I know what you're gonna say. I, I, I don't agree with this one though. I asked for permission from this person to to say their name. Sure. Because it was that much of a hot take. Allie Todd said, "Rise." <sighs> yeah, let I that sink know. in, folks. I don't know. Like, I made I when she said it, I said, "I'm gonna have to like double check." with you that you are okay with me saying your name and putting this on i'll put it this way i'm not going to pay 15 or however many dollars a person to book a guaranteed ride on that if i think it's overrated i mean i we did the um the individual lightning lane for this because of how great i think this one is but this is exactly what I love about doing this podcast is hearing these things. Yeah. And, and you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that that's somebody's opinion too. Yeah. I was shocked. Um, didn't think I'd hear that one, but I get it. Like, right. You know, maybe they feel that it's not that great of a ride cause it always breaks down sure. um, or for other reasons too. Yeah. I mean, maybe they don't want it, the value that this has a quantifiable value, right? Yeah. $15. Yeah, it's a fifteen dollars per ride ride. So in I guess, addition to your hundred dollar ticket, give or take. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I can understand and get behind that a little bit, but wow, I was shocked. And I like like I said, I was I said to her, uh, "Are you sure you want me to? Is it okay? <laughs> is this okay?" So Allie, um, I double checked. Everything is, you know, I double checked with Allie. Um, but if you get start getting hate messages. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just know that I asked. I asked first. Uh, well, that's great. Yeah. Do you have anything that you wanted to add, uh, either honorable mention or dishonorable mention in this case, or any, like, underrated rides or anything like that? Oh, uh, underrated rides, it's going to be its own episode okay. coming up. So right. I'm not, yeah. not going to – we haven't discussed that, but in my mind I think that would be something fun. Cool. 
to definitely do. Um, most of the ones that, that we talked about, like I wanted to mention, uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, because I was going back and forth just because of the length of the wait, but the ride itself is so quality. Uh, I tried to go through every single thing in my head. I thought, well, maybe Frozen, but like, no, I like that ride too. It This is hard to do when you're somebody that loves the parks as much as, yeah. as we do. Yeah. And looking back at my list, at looking at my five, the majority of them, I, I love those rides still. Mm -hmm. Mission Space is the one where I'm like, uh, no, thank you, sir. Uh, but let's see, I had my five is Jungle Cruise, which I still like, you know, and my goal is, you know, to be on that. Mm -hmm. uh, Mission Space was my four. Hate it. Test Track, I still like it. Smuggler's Run, meh. Peter Pan, yeah, I still like it. It's yeah. my number one overrated, but I don't hate the ride. Yeah. I don't know. Go through your five again. Um, so I started out with my number five was um, was sorry was dumbo um i don't dislike it i just think it's overrated uh smuggler's run was my four all the same reasons that you just mentioned yeah uh peter pan good ride not great and it's too long of a wait uh space mountain was my number two it's horribly jerky it's the worst um i actually did have somebody comment that this is the worst roller coaster on property and i can't say that i disagree yeah uh, and then well i mean maybe barnstormer is but that's a whole other thing um, and then Soren was number one, just based on the fact that they haven't figured out a way to fix the crooked perspective. I and mean, I think almost <laughs> at this point, it might be like a occult thing. I almost think like they're they're trolling us, yeah. right? More people talk about, oh, I want to see this crooked, the crooked Eiffel Tower, um, or I want to see the Disco Yeti. Like I feel like they're trolling <laughs> us on purpose. So, right. so yeah, those those are my top five. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, everyone. And tomorrow is just a list away. All right, folks, tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon.